On account of the word, when persecution comes, other people will fall. You remember that? The parable of the sower. You remember? He says, others will hear the word. They will be encouraged and happy to receive it. But what are persecuted because of the word? They will fall by the wayside. But I can tell you, that's not us. This is what the Bible says in Colossians 3.16. Let the word of God dwell richly in you. In all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another, in psalms and hymns, in spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or in deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. I wanted us to do a a systematic study, but I'm just going to try and keep the same pattern without reading much. Our topic simply says, if you are right, let the word of God dwell richly in you. It says, let the word, in other words, give permission to so in, in a sense what Paul is saying is that the word can come to you as Jesus says in Revelation 3.20 I am the word that has come and I stand at the door and I knock and now he says because he knocks let the word and you see, he can knock, I can choose not to open. Are, are you still following? He says, today, when you hear my word, do not let your hearts be hardened. But let give permission to open the door for the weight. So clearly, as we sit here, there are people already in their hearts are closed. Your sorrows make you think they must not tell me about the word. Don't read the Bible to me. Listen, let the word enter your heart. Receive with meekness when you, when you read James 1 when you get to 22 about being a doer of the word. He says, this word, as you receive it with meekness, is able to save your soul. So our point of departure is that you can choose to resist the word of God. You can agree with it. 
you can even permit it to pass your mind. But never allow it to enter your heart and change your life. Now he says, let the word of God dwell. He says, it must abide. Let the word of God not visit. But have a permanent address in your life. The word that they used is dwell. Habitation. Are you still with me? So clearly for most people. If you can't even have a memory verse. Well, obviously, our case uh, for you is a lost one, isn't it? For God so loved the... When did you learn that? Yesterday. You see, that verse, you allowed it to dwell and inhabit your mind from preschool or sub A. But you see from sub A that word was in your head. It never, in, it never inhabited your heart and therefore it never saved you. How's that? You always knew that if I believe I can be saved. Did you get saved? The word did not habit you so some of us know memory verses but the word is not in our heart. It's worse when you don't even have a memory verse. How's that? But now he says let the word of God dwell richly. The word rich we, we normally use it in contrast to poor. When you are rich in something, it means you do not lack in that thing. Right? So if I am rich in money, I don't lack money. If I am financially poor, I lack money. Are you, are you there? So a lot of the poverty that is in our lives is as a result of the poverty of the word in our lives. You are physically poor because you don't know the word of healing. If the word of healing is rich in your life, you become rich in divine help. You are financially poor because the word of financial prosperity is not rich in your life. You lack wisdom because the word that brings wisdom is not in your life. And therefore today what you lack is purely as a result of the word of God with regard to that area that you lack. Only two people heard that.
If you don't have the word of God for something, you are already poor in that area. Because the word of God is creative. When God speaks those things that be not, as though they are, the lack thereof is removed. If God speaks healing, the poverty of healing to a person who's now rich in sickness. That person's sickness is removed and healing comes. But since the word of God is that person's primary poverty, they remain poor in every other area where the word of God is not applied. Are you still with me? But then the verse says, let the word of Christ Christ. Oh, this is the part that just excited me. I felt this You know when you just fall with excitement. In Psalm 19, I read it from the NIV. You know that song that we have corrected in the life of the church. Psalm 19. That song that you love. Where the, the verse is that the heavens declare the glory of God. You remember again. Now we are reading verse 7. Now, here's what it means. In the Old Testament, God spoke to people. Right? Uh-huh. Now this is how God spoke. And this is how the word of God came to them. Primarily. Verse 7. The law of the Lord is perfect reviving the soul. The law of the Lord. The instructions. Let me read the whole thing and then explain. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. Look at what God was saying, just by knowing the law, what will happen? It says your soul will be revived. You will be turned from going astray to coming to the right way. The King James says your soul will be converted. That's what the law will do. It says it will make the wise simple. Or rather, the, the, the simple wise. The Bible, when it refers to the simple, it actually speaks about the, 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 the strongest word. It says fools. It says, when you have the word of God, Psalm 119, you will be wiser than your Teachers. Than your peers. Than the old people. 
Prophète va te pas bahudile. It says, "Here, the word of God is trustworthy. Le fokolamu dimole atsapahana. It gives joy to the heart. Le nela bitumela mopelong. The commands of the Lord are radiant. Ditaelo tsamorena disiame. Have you ever read the word of God ubuka pilo how it jump back it up? Five people know that this church. This church is full of people who like reading, you know. Please read the word. You'll you'll feel you won't have so, too many questions about whether. Uh, so Okay, let me leave that. Okay, It says verse eight. Gives light to the eyes. Lenela le se di mo matong. The entrance of your word. Khotsa na khale fukola ga go. Brings light. Take it. Khonela le se. Your word is a lamp to my feet. Le fukola ga go ke le bona mo dinantsa. And to my path. Le le se di mo tlhela. Why are you walking in darkness? Khorongo tsa mamo le fiti. You don't have the way. Ka ntla hore gaona le foko. Let's I'm just telling you how they received the word. Ke go bolela fela re bana ba magela jang le foko. It says Ere The ordinances of the Lord are sure and all together righteous. Ere di taelots amorana di tsepami ibile di siame ka botlana. God will never never lead us astray. Mudimo aka setsamai a re latla ka lefokola gago. So they heard the word the written the logos as it was written and spoken. Bana ba utla lefokole molao ja ka no buisiwa o kwadiwe. They were given instructions. Bana ba naola di taelo. They were read to And they began to live and succeed. But the Bible says, over and above that, God gave them the prophets who declared the rima word of God. Who spoke thus, saith the Lord. But you see all these things that were such a privilege it brought light to their eyes. It made them wise. It made them prosper. This was just lower level. And this is what then God says in Hebrews chapter 1 to all of us. It says in the past God spoke to our fathers through prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, God, I don't think you understand. These people had great benefit from preaching. God upgraded them. Mudimo abatlatlos to hearing the prophet Khora ba utla ba prophet go ba ba re go bua morana o bua jana a re in these last days Mama mithlenya re tsela mogoyo God has outmaxed himself Mudimo o dirile go ipheta He spoke to us O wile le rona through his son Kamoro a gago This church Kereke because we read Kantlhara buis lousy things Dilotse di setse di sama face When we hear God is speaking to us through his son. We are not excited. Hmm? But listen why you are not excited. You don't understand this part. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. So when we apply Let the word of Christ. Christ. For every 
implication of what the Bible says the word is. Let us substitute. In the beginning was the now when it says let the word of it means let God dwell richly in you. Only those who had the revival will understand. When I'm seated with Christ him in me, I in him, when he abides in me, I present as God for the works that I speak. It's him now. Now the Bible declares in him the word was light. So when we say let the word, we say let the light dwell richly in you. What does First John tell us where we read last time? If we, 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 we claim we are in him, we must walk as he does. But God is light. In him there is no darkness. Therefore a person who lacks the word is a person whatever efforts they make they walk in darkness. You walk in darkness because you are poor in the way. You struggle with sin because you are poor in the way. How do we know that you, you are poor in the word and you struggle with sin? Psalm 9 verse 9. How can a young man keep his ways pure? By the way, for I have hidden I have taken a concerted effort to bring and hide in my heart your word that I may not sin against you. You don't know the word. You are a, a victim for sin. Simple as that. Are you still with me? The word is light. The word is life. If the word is life, let the word of God, let life, let the Zoe life of God dwell richly in you. How, how does the life of God dwell richly? The Bible puts it this way. It says, the law of life Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 8 verse 1. The law of life. In the spirit. Who is the spirit? The Lord is the spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is. God is spirit. But God is life. If I have not put the life of God. You know the Bible says we are born again through two things. It says in a sense. We are born again. By the incorruptible seed of the word. 
You can't be born again without the way. So so the word is spirit. It says John 3 verse 6. For what is born of the flesh is flesh. But what is born of the spirit is spirit. Therefore, be born again of spirit and, 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 and water. What is the water? By the washing of the water by the weight. Are you still with me? You are poor of the word. Therefore, you are poor of the life of the spirit. You cannot believe the things we want to believe in this church. Because you don't believe in the life of the spirit. But the life of the spirit is the life of the way. Are you still with us? Hey, but it doesn't end there. It tells you. John chapter 6, 63. Says, ah, no, don't worry. The spirit gives life. The flesh profits nothing. And then listen to Jesus. The words that I speak. Let's, let's, let's rewind. He says to them. The words that I speak are not my words. It is the Father who speaks through me. Therefore, I and the Father and the Word are one thing. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. How did he create them? By the way, Speaking of Christ, it says everything was created by him and through him and for him. He is in all and for all. So now he comes. He says the father and me are one. Therefore the father created everything. Through me the living words. And as I rima to you, the words that I speak they are life and their spirit. So if the word of God dwells richly in you, there is an abundance of walking in step with the spirit. God lead me, God lead me. God is not going to lead you without the words. God, I need direction. Listen. God will not lead you away from his word. He leads you by his word deeper into his word. But here's the part that I love. Maybe you will love it too. What does Hebrews 4.12 say? Eh? The word of God is a life. It is living, it's active. I thought about this thing. I thought, how yes. foolish when somebody says, 
The word of God is not given life by you. It gives life to you. Because the word of God is the living Christ. The Bible calls him a life-giving spirit. So the word of God is what? Is alive. Is active. So listen. Let the word of Christ dwell richly. Let the activity of God on earth be manifested richly in you. Because God, if he's active by his word, that activity is going to permeate through you. And Jesus says, rivers of living water of the Spirit will flow. But then Isaiah tells us, Ezekiel tells us that there is a river flowing from the throne of God. Where this river flows, there is life. Where there is bitterness, there is sweetness. Of course, not Masanga. <laughs> but here's the reality. God can activate you and me by his living way so that his actions can be seen through us. In the word, Psalm 107 verse 20, he sent his word and what did he do? He healed. So the word heals. They shall lay hands upon the sick and the sick shall recover. What shall bring the healing? The word. For the spirit works by the way. So there's no point trying to exercise faith on foolishness. Jeremiah, what do you see? Jeremiah 1 verse 12. Jeremiah, bona, I Jeremiah. see the branch of an almond tree. You, you have seen well. For I watch over my word to perform to bring activity. So when the word is rich, the fruit of the word is activated and we become actors of the manifest presence. We lay hands on the instruction and the power of the way. But if the word is not mixed with faith, we have nullified it. Okay, for the sake of time. Let's leave it here. Let the word of Christ. It says, John 17, 17. Sanctify them. With what? Your word is. It is impossible to be people of truth if we are not people of the word. It is impossible to be separated from sin and the world without the word. We are made holy by the word. 
So if we seek to be separated from sin, sickness, disease, the world, bad friends, the way. Khailo re batla ga gonga le bolwetse le boleo le ditsalatsa di sa siama le lefatsi le foko. The word of God. Le foko la modimo. 2 Timothy 3:16. It is God breathed. It carries the person of God. To correct, to rebuke, to train. We will never get our actions right. That's why we are rebellious. People become rebellious. They think they are rebelling against the leadership. You are not rebelling. You are rebelling because you are ignorant. Yeah. Why is the pastor saying we must not have fat and set? Listen to how the, even the questions tell you you are ignorant, isn't it? I'm only telling you what God has already said. Um, Ruti, <laughs> you know, we are young people, we have questions, yes. Um, I just want to know, is it sin to have sex before marriage? Go home. Go home. Go home. Because in your heart, you already know. Why? But you don't have the revelation of the law of liberty. But when you look intently into the word, the law of liberty, ah, you, won't, you won't be asking those things. You'll be telling your peers. But this is the part really. I want to end on, but Mrs. Michelle does not want us to finish. Listen. Christ. Christ. Is actually. The divine. Application. That legally. Allows God to be human. He was born Jesus. I'll talk about that next time. The man from Galilee. The Nazarite. But you know there were other Jesuses. You remember there's Jesus called Justus. It was not the name Jesus that separated him. Because the name is the same as Joshua or Yeshua. It simply means the Lord saves. But unlike Justus. He was Jesus. The anointed one. Jesus the Christ. Christ. So you see, the Robert. word of Christ simply means let the word of anointing. Are you not happy? Now I'm happy. That's why I fell in my house this morning. Because I was so happy, I say, hey, the word of the anointing. If it lives more in me, the anointing will break the yoke everywhere. 
But since we are here, we don't know what's the point of the anointing. It's fine. Let the word of Christ dwell. No, let the word of the anointing. Let the word of the anointed one live in you richly. Then you will be rich in the anointing. Shall we stand up? Lazi looks very happy. Don't, say, don't tell people in the second service. How was the first service? Because these things you may not repeat them. How is that? Don't tell them. If you want to come to the second service, second service. don't sit your neighbor and say, hey, you must listen to that. Because, uh, you see, uh, hey, hey. Mm. but you must say, I'm excited. Uh, in our house, we are fasting TV this month. TV. It's such a wonderful thing. You must try it. Don't feel sorry for yourself. I feel more invigorated now. Because there's no negativity that comes. There's nothing that steals the weight. Eh? As I, I, I read these days, I, I, I sleep with this little bit of... Uh, these audio Bibles. And, and I, I just go, I listen to this guy. His, his voice makes me sleep. In the beginning was the word. And, but I, I, I go with him. I go with him. And, and I check that, do I know the whole chapter? And then he gets to something that I, I forgot. I say, I remember it. And when I repeat it, I just go with him. Thing and thing. And, I, and, I, and I, I'm encouraged for faith comes by hearing the word. And the more richer the word dwells, the richer my faith will be. And when the trials come to test my faith, they'll find me ready. Let's just all thank God for the word. Father, we want to thank you for your word.